Paula, I had a very productive day yesterday. Yes, because I threw a party. Yes, that too. That was uh, also a thing that I got a lot of work in at the party. <laughs> yeah, it was very weird. Every year, uh, every year, I, my friends and I co-throw this like big, fake high school dance, and Josh was in the corner working on his computer. Kept mumbling something about data, data, files, files. How much work he was getting done at the bar. It's very strange. It's all about multitasking. Yeah, I was wearing. Um, my fanciest suit, which I realized that when I had the raffle tickets around my neck, I looked like a tailor on the Lower East Side of New York. So maybe a career switch for me. But before then, I went through a, I didn't quite Marie Kondo, but I did do a, there. I my dresser is not closing because I have too many t-shirts kind of mm-hmm. moment. And I cleaned out like a third of my clothes Whoa. yesterday. I'm very happy about it. I threw out a number of things that would not be donated. But I thought this might be a unique opportunity for, you know, before I donate some of my clothing, if, you know, the listenership wanted anything. Are Ernie's and Bert's? Yes. Okay, you're trying to give it to them. I'm or trying, trying to, to sell it. it to them. Um, I was going to donate it, but if someone wanted to, uh, if how about this? If you want something I'm about to say, you can have it for a review. If you this write a review... You are bribing our listeners to write a review by offering them your garbage. No, it's uh, it's memorabilia. Okay. All right. From genuine pre- memorabilia. Genuine memorabilia. Game worn. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Pre-being earnest. And Josh fame. will autograph it too big. Yeah, too big. It'll, <laughs> it'll be really kind of be splotchy. It'll just look like a stain. Well, it'll be like a... You know how you can't... It's really hard to write with a Sharpie yeah. on a t-shirt. Yeah. It'll just like have little like I signed it, but the the fabric caught. We have a lovely size small baseball ringer tee that I bought at the Providence, Rhode Island Army Navy store. Okay. It's got blue sleeves, Mm -hmm. white torso. Okay. And probably only one stain. Nice. Wow. Our listeners are going to lose their mind for this old stained shirt. <laughs> and how long has it been since you lived in Providence? Uh, six years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I still own this shirt. I have some red pants, maroon pants. Too small okay. for me now. Listeners, come on. You love a too small maroon pants. Yeah, everyone loves it. Everyone's been talking about how much they want that. Everyone wants it. It's a uh, Urban Outfitters. Ooh. Uh, circa maybe 2015 okay. or so. Okay, very nice. Very clear that I have moved twice since then and have not actually cleaned this out because I was like, I'm going to be that size again, maybe. Mm-hmm. You could have a Summer Fen Camp Counselor staff shirt. Were you a staff there? I was. I was the drama assistant drama counselor. There you go. Um, you can have it either in short sleeve in blue or long sleeve in white. And you don't want to keep those? You know, so this was the thing that I ended up having to do um, that always keeps me from finishing off a, like, actually throwing things out. It's like, it really nostalgic mm-hmm. about things. Yeah, me too. And so I don't want to throw them out. And so I make a pile. I end up having, like, multiple piles because I'm a, um, a menace to society. Where sure. it's like, definitely donate. Maybe donate. Let's see how all of this shakes out once I've been really, like, really specific with my like editing of clothing but let's see if i'm actually gonna i'll come back to it Mm -hmm. then there's a i never wear it but it's sentimental yeah 
And so I need to put that somewhere else because I don't really want to throw it out. Right. And then like, that's trash, baby. The trash pile of like, I'm not going to donate underwear and socks. Like that feels very gross. Right, 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 right. Like I will buy new stuff and donate that. You don't need to wear my like dozens of times worn socks. No, no, no one no. wants that. No, unless no. you want that, listeners. No, please stop trying to give our listeners garbage. <laughs> Welcome to Being Earnest, a very sincere podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Paula, and we're here to talk about the earnest and sincere topics of the day. Paula, what's our topic this week? Um, it is. Dairy. Yeah, dairy. Ew. Listeners, Josh just did the grossest. I'm assuming he was trying to look like milking a cow mm-hmm. motion. And I wish I could give this as a, a gift to all of you. <laughs> <laughs> a gif of a gift. <laughs> um, I can't take milk of, or dairy of any kind in my coffee. Oh, why? Because it hurts my... Tum. Well, you're allergic to dairy. Yeah. Well, yeah. Technically, yeah. we both are. We technically but both I are. Push through it. Yeah. Sure. Versus, <laughs> I'm very brave. <laughs> right, and I'm a coward. Yes. Is what you're saying. <laughs> Josh a is coward. Ah, uh, great wordplay. Josh is taking the coward's way out. Yeah. The milk of the infidel. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. I unfortunately, I'm now pretty lactose intolerant. And so I definitely push through in some scenarios, mm-hmm. but there's there are certain uh like the closer it is to just liquid milk, the more it's gonna just absolutely wreck me. So cheeses, I'm generally pretty okay. And some cheese has much lower lactose or different lactose. So like Parmesan cheese is fine, like hard cheeses are fine, but soft cheeses aren't necessarily, but like goat cheese is fine and it's all a, a thing. This is um, wild. But they should study you. Yeah. <laughs> They should. Look at this indoor child who has developed a very normal adult allergy. Um, but like I could never just if I drank a glass of milk, I would feel just horrible for the next Let's day. Let's try it. No. Let's and, both chug a thing of milk at the beginning of this pod and then see what happens. See, see at what the happens end. by the end. <laughs> great, great Foley work. Thank you. I spent Tens of thousands of dollars in improv classes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, but the, the biggest and most horrible part of this whole thing is that I can't really have ice cream. And I love ice cream. Paula, I love ice cream. I think I've talked about this on the podcast. I I have very strong opinions about ice cream. I love Good ones? it. I love <laughs> ice cream. Soft serve isn't ice cream. It's a frozen delight. It's not an ice cream. It's not true. It's so true. They're different. Hard and soft ice cream. It's it's a different part of the dessert uh, taxonomy. Josh, what you don't know could fill a book. And I've written that <laughs> book and you can buy it. <laughs> uh, what a... Sh- oh my God. Just to go on a tangent here for a moment. Yeah. What a like privileged white guy memoir thing to do to write a book called Things I Don't Know. <laughs> Okay, so here's what it would look like. It would be you kind of doing that pose with your like hand under your chin, or like a, and like kind of a smirk. Yeah, well, oh that, or it's like the crossed arms, kind of yeah. like yeah. Well, I don't know the things I don't know, but we know that this book's gonna be about the things I do know. Yeah, and there's um there's like an element of goofiness, like a funny font, or like maybe you're wearing one of those like headbands that looks like an arrow's going through your head, or. <laughs> Or, you know what or I mean? Because like, I'm picturing this being like a, a like a com- a book of comedic essays. Oh yeah, for sure. And I think it's things I don't know. Dot dot dot. 
like the title oh, includes yeah, an ellipses. Yes, I agree. I agree. I agree. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I think it would be a really big hit with uh, dads. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Like we could do targeted marketing based on uh, who likes New Balance. See, we should write this. What don't you know? <laughs> but yeah, no, I love ice cream and it's it hurts me now. But there are some pretty good non-dairy ice cream flavors, but it's not the same. So let me tell you the thing with, with non-dairy ice cream. It's really good. Yeah. Until you have real ice cream. Right. So and that, then yeah. you're like, oh, wait, this sucks. Yeah. Well, so this is like fake meats. Right. Where you're like, yeah, it tastes just like chicken. And then if you were to have chicken again, you're like, no, this chicken. This is far better. Yeah. There was, um, do, are you familiar with the Halo Top? I am familiar with Halo Top. Uh, so the Halo Top has a dairy-free option. Sure. And uh, and and David, my my boyfriend, and I will get it sometimes. Like the and we were eating it, and we we're like, something's changed. Like this is amazing now. Like they must have changed the recipe. What could have it been? And then after we were done, I looked and I was like, nope. Somebody had put the like dairy one. In the non-dairy section. Oh, good. So you just ate dairy ice cream. Yes, but it was like I was like, oh, everything sucks in comparison. To yeah, this. sure. Yeah. Yep. 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 I collected um, shirts from local ice cream shopperies uh, throughout New England when I was a teenager. So I was yeah. just big ice you cream did. boy. You had to. Have. I had to have. How many did you have? Uh, like seven. Do you still have them? Um. You know, I uh, one of them, I was like, I cannot throw this out. This is one that I am going to keep, and I do wear it. Uh, so I just went through it. So, yes, I do have several of them. Wow. Yeah, and others are in a box, my nostalgia box. What do you do with shirts um, that you don't want to ever wear again, but you want to keep them? Do you have? Do you want a funny response, or do you want the real answer? So the real answer, I think, is what? It's like a quilt? Yes, you put them I, in a quilt. I, I've heard about aunt this. aunt made me one. That's and so it sweet. Rules. Yeah, yeah, this seems like a perfect guest bedroom quilt. Yes, yes. Uh, is it the quilt right behind you? It is the quilt that the cat's on. Right yeah. Now. Producer uh, Tallulah. Our producer's behind us, yeah. <laughs> sleeping on the job. Um, but what's a funny answer? <laughs> I feel like if you, it would be funny if you donated it either back to your high school. Like, specifically, it had to be people from your high school. So it's just, like, retro versions of the stuff that they're doing. Or if you were to, like, donate all your clothing to one specific town mm-hmm. so that it's like they went to Acton Boxborough Regional High School. <laughs> Only people in went to Acton Boxborough Regional High School and this town where there's a bunch of paraphernalia from Acton Boxborough Regional High School. Well, that's like, I was, uh, I was, uh, I was reading a thing that um, failed campaigns where the merchandise goes. Well, yeah, it's like, or like when people lose the Super Bowl. Yeah, it goes to like Africa. Yeah. There are like, it goes to like, um, uh, specifically like communities in need in other countries. Yeah. Uh, and so you will go, it's specifically, I don't know if it's specifically this one region, but it was, it was profiling this one area. Sure. And all these kids were walking around in Mitt Romney, like t-shirts. <laughs> in alternate realities. Yeah. yeah, like alternate universes where like, yeah, we're like John Kerry wins the election. Yeah. So those kids could theoretically grow up and come to America and be like, I cannot wait to hear about President Romney. So the way that I muscle through my dairy adventures is lactate. Okay. And it's been good for me. It's just a funny thing that I'm like, 
you know, when you're in college, and this is not a good thing to do, but like you're like, yeah, I'm gonna keep like a condom in my wallet in case something happens tonight. And now I'm like, I, and I'm like, I'm gonna keep lactate in my wallet in case something in happens. In case tonight. get a little crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um. So okay. So for our listeners who don't know, can you tell them what lactate is? Lactate is um a supplement that you can take. Um, it's like a chewable powder that substitutes for the lactose enzyme or like a, a, a enzyme that breaks down lactose that you may not have in your body. Um, so you take it when you are, if you are lactose intolerant or like slightly lactose intolerant, you take it with your first bite of food and it helps at least for me very much like digest. So like if something had whipped cream on it and I'm like, I'm going to do that. It helps not feel me not feel totally terrible the next day. So I think it's fake. I think it's a placebo. Wow. And I have no basis on this. And uh-huh. I've never thought this before. But I've decided right now I think it's a placebo. You, just because I take like it? sounds like a miracle drug. I mean, I have a whole jar of them. But like, it sounds like a miracle drug. It sounds like it's way too good to be true. Sure. And so I don't think it can be. Well, so I definitely have friends who are like, you shouldn't eat things that your body doesn't want you to eat. And your body does not want you to eat lactate. Yeah, right. It- <laughs> your body's like, this sucks. No, no, it's a great meal supplement. I just have four and I feel, I feel great afterwards. I feel amazing. Yeah. So lactate, whether it's a placebo or not. Fake. Uh, it helps you eat something that otherwise upsets your stomach. Mm-hmm. If you could take a pill for something else that either upset your stomach or you could like because you don't like that food, but in polite company, you could take this pill and you'd like it. Oh, okay. So it's it's a pill that gives you vaguely superhuman strength. Yeah. Vaguely. Yeah, vaguely. Like it's superhuman strength, but you can just eat something. Yeah. Super stomach strength. Okay. Do you have an answer? I think I do. Okay. Do you want to go first? I'll go first. Okay, go ahead. Um. So for, I know that there's, I asked two questions here. One is I would love for something that like, I love spicy food, but now that I'm getting older, it sometimes fucks up my stomach. Uh-huh. I would love to take something that's like, you can eat as much spicy food as you want. You can eat as many wings as you want. You can have as much Nashville hot, uh, hot chicken as you want. And your tummy isn't going to get grumbly. Oh, that's a good one. I also like most foods. And I really like pasta. We've talked about this. If I could take a pill that would be like, now I'm not rude by being by picking at this food. And they would be like, you can have like a, like a, just the spaghetti and meatballs, I would do it. Well, that's wild. But yes, okay, I hear you. <laughs> I think mine would be something insane. Okay, sure. Something like drywall. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, it's like, what a weird party trick to be like, <laughs> Paula started eating the wall. <laughs> what if it's got like a no lot of nutrients? No problem. Yeah. <laughs> she just started chowing down. Wouldn't it's that be only wild? it's only dark woods. Yeah, it's not it's not light stained woods. Like it would have to be something that is around. Yeah, it's like coffee tables. Coffee tables. Yeah, yeah. Like something where it's like everything was going really normal. We were at this party. Everyone's having a good time. Then Paula came in and just chomped down on their IKEA bookcase. Or like Paula can. <laughs> yep. <yeah, laughs> Paula drinks pennies. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just eat pennies. Yeah. Well, that's the only because they're not useful. Yes. It takes more. Someone's got to be doing something with that's them. That's actually a really good one because I love the idea of me just being able to snack on something buck wild. And if you told someone later, they would not believe you. Yeah, it's This is your gorp, like as you're hiking. Yeah. You just have a bag of pennies. And you it's like, it's popping not, them down. I don't think it makes them taste good. I think they still taste like pennies. Right, right, right. But it just makes it so my body is able to eat them. Yeah, yeah. Because also, can you imagine the power move of going to lunch or dinner with somebody that you don't really want to go with? And you pass one of those take a penny, leave a penny jars. You look them dead in the eye. You take one, you pop it in your mouth and you keep walking. (laughs) That is wild. Yeah. It's like your after dinner mint. Yes. Also, I mean, the penny, I think we've solved world hunger. Because there's thousands of them. There's so many pennies. It's, they're not useful. It takes more money to make a penny. Is that real? Yeah. Why do we have them? Because Illinois will never let Lincoln not be on a coin. Is that real? Yeah. There's a lobby. And the zinc industry, big zinc wants to keep making pennies. I guess, the but only if we can we... feed the masses with pennies, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now the thing is, you would have to find a way to like salt them and stuff. And kind of, <laughs> I wasn't looking to help people. I was kind of looking for to a, help yourself for a party trick. Yeah, yeah, for something wild. So I want to go back to something. You would have to salt them. Yeah, you have to prepare them correctly. Like yeah. you, if you were, you're gonna, gonna roast them in butter. Them. Because it's like one thing for me to be like, this is funny. But if you're serving it to people, you would have to make more. Right, right. You want it to be like a plantain crisp. Right, right, right. And the texture's always going to kind of be penny. You're going to always kind of have to swallow that whole. Yeah. But I don't know, a sauce or something? Yeah, just like a light, like, uh, like oil and vinegar. Ooh. Kind of there, you penny know. Penny salad. Yeah, <laughs> God, that sounds so gross. A mayonnaise-based penny salad. You can buy it at a re- at a brunch restaurant, and it will call cost you fourteen ninety nine. And you're like, this is literally twenty cents of ingredients. <laughs> right. I can count them. I can count it. But you know, you can make it at home, but it just tastes better. Yeah, that's the thing. It's about the cracker bar- cracker barrel experience. Yes. You want to know why else the past was dumb as hell? Why else, Paula? Because they had to churn their butter. Yeah. Go buy it in a store like a normal person. (laughs) (laughs) Capitalism, baby. (laughs) What a pain. Oh, yeah, but... So in the past, people would have... It it essentially looked like um, uh, a Swiffer trapped in a bucket. Sure. And you just had to, like, pump that thing to make butter. Yeah, so I've got a brilliant idea, I think, Paul. Throw it at me. So... What I if hope we made, that's what I'm thinking. What if we made a workout? I was just going <laughs> to say that. Yeah. It's called like churn. So it so sounds it's, like it's... it's C-H-R-N. There's no vowel. No, I think it's okay with the U. Because it's like you're like, it's a yes, churn. <laughs> hey, there's no vowel. <laughs> um, But like, yeah, you're like churning calories. Yeah. And it's really just, you're just, you've got like a springy something and you've got a stick and you're just... No, you're being wild right now. There should be real ass butter in those. <laughs> so you're you're making butter for yourself by we the end of the market. It. No, it goes straight to the restaurant down the street that we also own. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. And so we're really we're it's free labor. Exactly. Actually, they're paying us to be our labor. Do you know how much people pay for a Soul Cycle class? Too much. It's they're, literally like forty dollars. Their entire soul. Yeah. It's so much money. Plus, you have to rent the shoes. Mm-hmm. So it's very expensive. So if we opened a churn studio, <laughs> people would absolutely pay thirty bucks per class. 
Oh, you're going to 90 Minute Churn? <laughs> Are you going to Churn this week? <laughs> They've got cute tops. We could have... You, Ooh, the branding. The branding of that. Yeah, you can't go to a Churn class if you're not wearing Churn gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we get to I wear mean, headset can, mics. it's like, what are you going to wear? You we get to wear I mean? headset mics like we're the Backstreet Boys. Yeah. <laughs> and we're up there being like, if you can dream it, you can churn it. Yeah. <laughs> you have to churn that brunch. Earn it and churn it, baby. You're churning a better person for churn tomorrow than you were yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that actually, like, just me air doing it here while I'm doing this podcast right now, my arms hurt. Sure. Well, it's like a shake weight, kind of. This is actually huge. Yeah. Think about what we could do for the butter industry. Well, it make it make butter a lot sweatier. <laughs> but that's the secret ingredient. It's a salt. Eh. That's a, eh, Paula, that's became a get, vegan. <laughs> Paula, that's the difference between salted and unsalted butter. Sweat. Oh. <laughs> well, because it's brilliant. Because here's the thing: we're making oh. money in a lot of different ways. Yeah, we are making. We're the people are making the butter, and then we sell the butter as part of a diet. Like part of our nutrition churn, churn. Mm-hmm. our nutrition like churn branded butter, uh-huh. butter based keto based, yes. um, yes. like workout nutrition supplements. I love there's this. Like this is our disc- million dollar there's idea. There's like disco lights in there. <laughs> oh, churn it, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, are you going to Beyonce churn this <laughs> Sunday? Tammy always throws a great class. I'm actually going to go to the Hamilton Yeah, that's what I was about to say. (laughs) Wow, guess what? (laughs) What, Paula? It's time for a segment. (laughs) (laughs) It's the best transition you've ever done. You put so much thought into yours. You're like, I have this perfect way to start it. And I, I truly blank every time. Well, we haven't done a segment in a month. Yeah, something like true. that. That's so true. we're rusty. We it's fine. To. We're just easing back in. Anyway, we're doing a small town festival. Listen up, croakies. <laughs> croakies? It's small town festival time. So buckle up and get out. Paula's got a coffee now. And she's. I she's, found my power. Okay. Are you ready? Because this is a really good one. Okay. I want to go. Okay. To the mm-hmm. Yale Baloney Festival. That's great because. Yale University is friggin' baloney. That's true. But it's in Yale, Michigan. Oh, got it. Unrelated. Okay. Unrelated. Do you want to go off about Yale though for a little bit? It feels like. Yeah, because their their library's sinking because they didn't account for the weight of the books. Really? Yeah, that's the yeah, they, they built a really beautiful kind of a neo-gothic uh, library. Then guess what? Stop reading, nerds. <laughs> got them. Freaking get a Kindle and play some video games, you son of a gun. <laughs> Absolutely Ever got it. Ever heard em. of the internet? <laughs> you dummies. Oh, you go to a, uh, an encyclopedia to look things up? Was anyway. that a good one, Paula? Did I, did I do good? Yes, you did good. Um, okay, so let me tell you about the Yale Baloney Festival mm-hmm. in Yale, Michigan. It is a three-day weekend where the small community of just under 2,000 is turned into a gathering of over 20,000 baloney-starved partygoers. Oh, my God. 20,000 people. So in for me, mm-hmm. that is the difference between my high school and my full town. Yes. Also, you know that the, they're going to 
the question that is on everyone's mind is where on the mitten is Yale? Oh, Michigan? I could not tell you. I mean, I guess it's whatever part looks most like a baloney. <laughs> I really like the history of this one because Please. this is, um, it says TJ. So this is the history. This is why they have this. TJ Minnie sold his first baloney in 1906 from a small shop located downtown on Main Street. Since then, a proud history of making first-class bologna is still carried on today by C. Roy, Inc., a company founded by Cecil Roy. So that's some really rich bologna history. And I'm not a big bologna head, but I feel like if you are and you're listening, you're sitting there going, oh, my God, the minis? Yeah, right. <laughs> Holy bee. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's bologna royalty. I like the idea that it's not like bologna was argued, arguably first created in this town. It's just like someone made bologna once, and now we have a festival. Someone That's sold what I it. Love. It's not that like it's not like oh, it's bologna was named after us or something like that. Yeah, it's John like, Bologna is the one who is here. Yeah. So, Josh, this seems to be one of those wonderful festivals. Well, there's not a ton of information out about it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to tell you what they do have, and then I think we need to invest. The, in, then I think we need to invent the rest of the festival. Sure. So it's this says the Bologna Festival includes such events as famed outhouse races, a street dance, fireworks, and parade. End of list. Now, what I think is interesting about that is none of that has to do with Bologna. Yeah, sure. I'm on the Facebook page, um, right now, and the photo the cover photo of the event seems like there is a prince and princess and a king and queen of the bologna festival oh and and a clown with a sign that says free shakes oh yeah (laughs) and i bet i guess get bet you what i bet that clown shakes you or like shakes your hand he seems to have milkshakes, but that too. It's probably. all one of those clown bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you think you're getting something good, and it's a prank to him. Uh, I also did find that. Um, okay, so I found some information about the outhouse race. Sure. And it says uh, one person has to be sitting in an outhouse, pushed by four friends in a sprint to the finish line. Okay. Among the rules, in addition to the rider. Each outhouse must contain. Are you looking at me? Yes. Tell me what you think each outhouse each outhouse must contain. A person. And a toilet. And toilet paper. It's toilet paper, a corn cob, and a Sears catalog. <laughs> <laughs> there is also something called a baloney baby contest. Ugh. I'm also looking on the Facebook page. It looks like there is also. Um, <laughs> Let me let me name a couple other uh, things that happen here. Yeah, I'm just a baloney baby. Yeah, you're <laughs> baloney baby. <laughs> baloney baby. Ew, gross. <laughs> I hate that came out of my mouth. Um, baloney ring toss. Cakewalk. Clearly, that has nothing to do with baloney. Yep. Give me a baloney walk. Uh, hula hoop contest. It, that hula hoop better be made out of effing baloney. <laughs> Live DJ and street dance. Baloney costumes. Roscoe the Clown. Zumba. <laughs> Golf cart parade. Keystone Cops squirt gun battle. Okay. So this festival sounds delightful. Yeah. BMX bike shows. Okay. Then this tasty little nugget here. Car show that stretches five to six blocks down Main Street. 
<laughs> this whole festival sounds so delightful, and also it feels like it has very little to do with bologna. Yep. Also, this one, Cinderella makes, and this is capital case, princess magic happen. <laughs> now, now, yeah, princess magic happened. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> Listen up, all you baloney babies. <laughs> Cinderella's the only one who can make princess magic happen, and princess magic happen is a trademark term. So I think that uh, Yale's baloney festival mm-hmm. sounds delightful. Sure. There's also not nearly enough baloney. Sure. Not nearly enough. I agree. You're telling me this is the home of TJ Minnie's former bologna shop? Yeah. yeah and we're the- barely celebrating that rich bologna history? Mm-mm. Not in my watch. Yep. So we need to invent, I think, a couple of bologna activities. You sure. What could they be? <laughs> what could they be? How about how about a bologna toss? So the bologna toss like a water balloon toss? No, it's just a piece of bologna, and you're standing on Main Street. Yep. And you throw the bologna. Sure. And, and then, whoever throws the farthest? Yep. Whoever throws the bologna farthest gets to eat all the bologna. Off the ground. Off the ground. <laughs> Here's what I'm thinking. Okay. Throw it at me. Literally. Two ideas. Kay. One of them, frisbee golf, but it's bologna. Okay. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Other one, bologna dodgeball. Ooh. So you've just got bologna a- Bologna th- ball. Yeah. So you've just got a, uh, you know, someone in the back of your, has just an industrial meat slicer and they're just- just getting you discs of bologna to throw yeah. at the other team. And if you get hit oh. by the bologna, you're out. I like that but because there's also an mouth. element of violence. Yeah. Like, it's like, it's like, do you know how dangerous an industrial meat slicer is? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In TJ Minnie's time? Yeah. The C-Roy Processing Company's not going to be very... <laughs> they've got a waiver that you need to sign. Um, I really love that one. And also, I would love for us to explore the bologna baby contest a little bit more. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I feel like it's just a child pageant for babies sure now what i would love is instead you have to build a baby out of bologna <laughs> it's like a, you've got bologna and it's like a sh- ice carving contest yes, and you have to carve a baby from the bologna and, and then you have to care for it you have to care for it for a week and then at the end of the week they put a little chip in it and if you didn't care for your baby bologna's needs then you're in trouble they put the chip at the end? No, no, no. It's trapped. So it's like, you know, like those ones that you oh, would I get I thought in Homac? Yeah, I thought yeah. you were saying that there was a chip that they put in at the end. And it was like, how are they tracking no, it if no, they no. put it at the end? So occasionally, baby bologna cries. Baby bologna needs more bologna. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, hold on. Hold on. We they need to eat go bologna. Back. They, they are bologna and they eat bologna? Yes, it's a crazy mixed up world in Yale, Michigan. <laughs> and then at the end of the week, they track it. And if you didn't care for your bologna baby well enough... You lose. You lose. Yes. And social services takes you away. <laughs> takes that baloney baby away. <laughs> so, social services gives that baloney baby to a family who can maybe love it a little bit more. Yeah, right. Exactly. I'd like to introduce a new segment right after the segment. Whoa. I know. Double segment. Double segment. <laughs> All right. Go ahead and save that. <laughs> Cut that one out. Timestamp it. Timestamp it. Good. It's called Good or Gross. Ooh. So I'm going to give you. Gross. <laughs> I'm going to give you a quick. This is going to be a fun thing that I think we can do in the future if it works out well. Because okay. it can be about food. It can be about lots of things, about societal norms. But in this case, it's going to be about food. And it's going to be about dairy. Hell yeah. Back on topic. All right. There you go, all you all you Ernie's and Burt's. All you finally, Ernie's and Finally getting that information about dairy you've been craving. <laughs> yeah, right. All the people in our comments who have They're been like, clamoring to stay on topic. 
I like to think that we have a dangerous relationship with our topics where we teeter in and out of we go just far enough before <laughs> swimming back in. Edge play. <laughs> I learned that phrase because of the show I'm directing. <laughs> First thing on good or gross? Cottage cheese. Gross. I think it's gross too. It's gross. It's- I, but I would deeply love to love it. Interesting. It seems cool. It seems like something I'd like, right? It seems like something you'd like. like it, it really does. It seems like does. kind of a gross old man thing that I would be really into. It seems like, do you like cream of wheat? Uh, I'm okay with it. Yeah, it feels like it feels like a kind of thing that like goes well with a cardigan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. it seems and very you know what? brand. Frankly, it seems like you would like it too. It seems like really? it seems like we'd both be big cottage cheese heads. Yeah, but instead we're just eating grape nuts. Oh, God. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, my dad loves cottage cheese interesting loves it to the point where um when i was younger i don't think he does so much anymore but when i was younger he would have a spoonful of cottage cheese at every meal at every meal Mm -hmm. with dinner sorry at every dinner we would always have like his cottage cheese and he would always take a spoonful of it like a a spoonful of cottage cheese keeps the doctor away he just loves it no that's he just loves it that's amazing i love that that's earnestness that's earnest Mm mm-hmm um, okay, next one. Okay. Sour cream. No. Gross. Oh, I love it. No, gross. No, it's so good. It absolutely wrecks me. But this is one that I push through for. Sour cream? Yeah. Have you had a potato with sour cream? Okay, so I I guess I can see that. I will like it under certain circumstances. I'm not I'm not just taking a spoonful of sour cream. I don't cream. know. I don't know what you do in your alone time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't talk to you when we're not doing the pod. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> if it's not billable time, I'm not talking. <laughs> But yeah, no, like a like a roasted potato, a latka with I'll sour cream on it. I'll allow it, but I won't go out of my way for it. Oh, no, no. If it's there, it's a nice treat. And I would never ask for it. Right. I would never ask for it, be like, oh, my chips, like my nachos have to have sour no, cream. No, no, no. And I, yeah. And I, you know, somehow the rules make perfect sense in my head, but to no one else they would. Sure. You know, like, like sour cream cannot live in a dish where I can see it unless... It does. (laughs) Right. Unless it like makes sense for it to be in that dish. Yeah. Yeah. I gotcha. You know what I mean? I gotcha. Well, it's the classic like, I don't want to be surprised that this isn't whipped cream and it's sour cream. Right. Switcheroo. Same thing with chocolate and red bean paste. There's also nothing worse than a lot of sour cream. Yes, totally. Like you see people that put a gob of sour cream on their food and it's like, you have got to go to therapy. One more good or gross. Okay. Milk. Just straight up milk. Oh, milk is gross. Super gross. Milk is gross. Yeah. yeah. End of end of discussion. Yeah. Milk is a gross thing to drink. Yeah. And I feel bad saying that because some people love it. Yeah. I can't drink milk unless it's disguised. Sure. You know. <laughs> a perfect stranger. Yes. I think we've talked about this on the break before or on the pod before, but who cares? Um, now my school had milk break every day. Milk break? Yes. So there would be a, a f- this huge industrial fridge. Okay. There was two. I mean, again, I'm into a school of like 200 people. Sure. Total. Um. So there were there were two fridges. There was one for the upstairs classrooms and one for the downstairs. Mm. And the upstairs one was really cool because it was in the cafeteria. So okay. it was like you had to go like past the cafeteria workers. And then uh, every- Your best friends. <laughs> truly. Every day, um, somebody would have, two people would be on milk duty. And they would have to get the crate and they'd have to take the order. Uh, so you could order chocolate, skim, or 2%. And then you would have to go load it up. Like a milkmaid. 
like a milkmaid. And then you'd bring it down and then everyone would have to go get their milk. And I mean, and when I tell you, this continued through high school. That's crazy to so me. So it was a huge thing, elementary and middle, for uh-huh. sure. And I have a, I, I have a couple of friends from high school that, that listen to the pod. And, and y'all, if you're listening, message me to let me know I'm not crazy. But we did that middle elementary and middle school entire time. Then in high school, we still had milk break. It wasn't called that. But like the cafeteria was open and they served milk. <laughs> Rad milk for cool teens. <laughs> Dab on him. Because you were dabbing that then. Buck wild. That's crazy. And, and so, I mean, again, like I'm from like a rural town. So it's also very Minnesota. Very Minnesota. Very milk heavy. A lot of a, literally a lot of dairy farmers. Yeah. Uh, in my area. And so these people loved milk. And I, I just remember being so repulsed when I moved to Minnesota and they started doing that and getting the chocolate milk and it just was so horrible. It was <laughs> so disgusting to drink a carton of milk. And then they would sometimes make you finish it. And what? I couldn't. I couldn't finish it. And so I would have to have the carton of milk. Oh, I'm having like visceral flashbacks. I would have to have the carton of milk on my desk till I finished it. And it would get warm. Oh, and it God. would just be like I so disgusting. That's so gross. I had completely forgotten about the concept of milk in a carton. Mm-hmm. as opposed to like a jug mm-hmm. i am having a very strong visceral reaction to the taste of you know when like the like little milk cartons where you'd like essentially make a like a cootie catcher mm-hmm. in order to open them mm-hmm. like you had to open and close and do that whole thing and they were adorable yeah but then we would get like milk with a little bit with hints of cardboard yeah that's the taste of it yes god i vaguely 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 remember this is like a dream coming to me that occasionally we would get a random fourth flavor of milk interesting so the forbidden flavor occasionally you would get a fruit flavored milk like a strawberry milk no like an orange what? That's the grossest thing. Have you ever had orange juice and milk in the same city? No, I remember this. And, and the not strawberry, it would be occasionally there would be an orange one. And those were like, hell yeah, that was an exciting day. It's like a creamsicle? Yeah. Um, Rhode Island. Maybe that's not real. Maybe I just dreamed that. Maybe. <laughs> the million dollar idea. Um, it sounds disgusting to me. It's way better than warm chocolate milk. Um, in Rhode Island, coffee milk is a thing. Tell me about this. Is this just milk with coffee or coffee with milk in it? No, it's coffee flavored milk. Like you just buy milk. I'm listening. Like chocolate milk, but instead of chocolate syrup, it's coffee syrup. Okay, that actually sounds pretty good to me. It's pretty good. That sounds pretty good. Is that something you can get at like restaurants? It's something you can get in a convenience store. You can just, in the way that like, you know, you just get like a Nesquik from like the, from like your local 7-Eleven. You'd also get a coffee milk. What? A coffee milk. A coffee milk. Was there caffeine in it? I don't know. That I don't know. Now, I also am remembering. Yes, 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 yes. Quick trip. Wow. Holy shit, it's real. (laughs) Oh, my God. I had this in a dream, and it turns out it's real. While you were saying that, I was like, like a little memory came out from a, a crevice of my brain and was like, I'm still here. And it was of root beer milk. No. And it's no. 100% real. Oh, no. Here it is. Kemp Select 
root beer flavored milk. That is our brand in Minnesota. That is so gross. I remember it being pretty good. Oh, God. Well, we've touched on all the flavors of milk. Oh, every flavor. Also, there's strawberry. Yeah, also strawberry. Oh, my God. The only good one. Um, Isn't it kind of nuts that, that, like, you had to get your milk delivered? The milkman was a thing. Yeah. Like, they'd come around with a sustainable glass bottle. Yeah. And people went buck wild for milk. Yeah, people loved milk. People were like, yeah, the milk... So we gotta have someone come around with it. Yeah, we have these fridges and we go to grocery stores, but I need my milk from a local source. It's pretty cool. It's actually pretty cool. Yeah, yeah like it feels like we should go back to that, maybe. Like all the coolest a milk delivery service. Yeah. A subscription service for milk. And from what I hear Milk of the Month! Milk of the Month. <laughs> Bam. All the root beer flavored milk you can drink. Oh god. Ugh. Uh and from what I hear, the milkman was always hot. Yeah. So and everyone was banging the milkman. <laughs> good for them. Yeah. Not a lot of excitement back then. No. Milkman just goes door to door getting it. Yeah. Well, it's not the dairy milk's not the only milk he's given. Ew. That's so gross. That's so gross. Podcast is over forever. <laughs> <laughs> the milkman just used to be like a basically a modeling service. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Only the town's hottest men could be milkmen. Yeah. Right. They could be. <laughs> If, if you couldn't do that, you were the firefighter. Yep. And be- well, Milkman was the top. Yeah. Yeah, the high school quarterback. <laughs> the big milk comes in. Hood comes in and is like, son, you've got potential. We think you could be our regional milkman. <laughs> <laughs> you know how it's like um, Abercrombie, you used to only be able to get hired if they asked you if you wanted to work at Abercrombie? Sure. Did you know that? I did not know that, but everything about them is terrible, yeah. so I assume. So the way it worked, I mean, maybe that's not the only way, but the way it worked is if you shopped at Abercrombie and you, they thought you were attractive enough, they would come up and ask if you were interested in working there. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So like uh, a really toxic high school yeah. environment. Classic, yeah. yeah. Um, and I was never asked to work there. <laughs> but that's how I it would be. I worked there every summer. <laughs> that's how it would be with I've got washboard men. abs. <laughs> and I smell really strong. <laughs> I totally forgot that Abercrombie used to have men with washboard abs stand by the outside so you could take pictures with them. <laughs> that is unhinged. Mm-hmm. That's the wildest thing I've ever heard. I mean, thank God men with abs were getting jobs. <laughs> hard out there. Yeah it's, yeah, it's hard out there for a hard boy. <laughs> hard out there for hunks. <laughs> All right, Paula, I've got a couple okay. hypotheticals Hi. for you. Yes. All right. Us? Hypotheticals? So cows have four stomachs. Yes. So that they can And frankly, digest. good for them. Yeah, right? Overachievers. Um, if you had three other stomachs, what would you do with them? What would you want to be able to digest with them? <laughs> I would use my four stomachs to absolutely wreck havoc at Old Country Buffet. <laughs> <laughs> they would not know what hit them. They would be like, she has to be stopped. I unhinge my jaw, just eating all of the mashed potatoes, yes. all of the biscuits. <laughs> I would want one of my stomachs to be for dessert, so that when you're like, "There's always room for dessert," and actually there is a separate, <laughs> separate stomach for dessert. Um, and the other two, I want to be able to eat pennies. <laughs> you gotta have space for those pennies. <laughs> I mean, when I say I want to run Old Country Buffet out of business, <laughs> I want to be 
so small. Somehow with four stomachs, I'm so small, so skinny, so <laughs> small, so, so small, small, so small, so tiny. But I can just eat like you wouldn't believe. And I go door to door to these all you can eat buffets, just ruining them. <laughs> Being like, oh, it becomes profitable. It becomes not profitable if I, in the hour that I'm here, I eat these this many calories. Child's play. <laughs> <laughs> Challenge accepted. And they would be devastated watching me go to town, but they would also be like, we have to respect. Yeah. yeah. This is disgusting, but oh, oh. but damn. But she's so small. Oh, yeah. God. She, a size zero just hangs on her. Yeah. <laughs> you know what your nickname should be? Miss Pac-Man. Miss Pac-Man, but so small. <laughs> Miss tiny, hot Pac-Man. Well, Miss Pac-Man is hot as hell and is so small she doesn't even have a body. Uh, <laughs> you can't even see your stomachs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my other hypothetical for you here. Yes, throw it on me. So, milk, you know, you drink it from cows. You can get hell like yeah. sheep, sheep's milk. No, gross. Um, goat milk, like for cheese and things like that, mm-hmm. right? If you could have milk from any other mammal, what would you want? What mammal would you want milk from? Ew. To and, drink? Or to make cheese with? Do you mean like an unlimited source? No, I mean like you go to the fanciest restaurant and you sit down and they're like, we made you a cheese platter and these cheeses, this one is a sheep's milk, a raw sheep's milk, and this one is a like platypus milk. Oh, God. Okay, well, definitely not something in the sea. It's like not dolphin milk? No. Because it'd be wet. Um, um Paul, hey Paula. Hey Paula, can we, can we step back for a minute? Can we jump out of the bit for a moment? <laughs> sure. Paula, all milk is wet. <laughs> all milk is wet. All milk is wet. That's the grossest thing I've ever heard. But it's, it's How much would I have to pay you right now? Right now to call an Uber, go down to the tattoo store, and you get a tattoo that says all milk is wet. Like, like realistically, if I was rich and I'm not, but if I was rich, how much would it cost? So there's the fun, like you can't be buried in a Jewish cemetery side of you getting a tattoo, but also there's a price. There's There's definitely a price. price. What would it be for you? Man, I don't know whether I I don't see now it's a negotiation and I want to 500 bucks. Five hundred bucks. I would not do it for five hundred dollars. You wouldn't do it for five hundred bucks. No, not at all. I would. We gotta be. We gotta be in tens of thousands for me to do this. Really? Yeah, because to to get a joke tattoo, as somebody with a joke tattoo, (laughs) I would for five hundred bucks. I would go get it right now. Really? All milk is wet. One hundred percent. It put quotes around it too. One hundred percent. So it seems like it was (laughs) five hundred bucks. I would drive myself down there. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um. What mammal? Mm. What milk? I mean, for some reason, my initial reaction was beaver. Okay. Strong entrance. Strong entrance. And and that just, it flew into my brain <laughs> with incredible speed. Uh-huh. So maybe I guess somewhere deep down inside, I would love to try beaver milk. Okay. Yeah. Um, Beaver cheese. Be- oh, so beaver gross. cheese. Now, I think one, one, one that would probably be like interesting would be like a buffalo or bison. So I was also thinking like, what about water buffalo? Like a safari animal, mm-hmm. giraffe Too milk. Wet. Water buffalo is gonna be wet. <laughs> giraffe know. milk. Yeah. Lion milk. Any lion milk. Can you milk any mammal? 
Yeah, that's the whole point. Mammary glands but is milk. Now, please don't talk about how dumb I am, but fish, no milk. <laughs> no milk in fish. Okay. But a follow-up question could be something that doesn't have milk. What would you want to be able to drink the milk of? Ooh, I'm not done. Okay. Reptile milk? Okay. Can you milk them? No. You can't milk a snake. No, you can't milk a snake. You can pull the venom out of a snake, but no. you can't milk a snake. Okay. This kind of changes things for me. Um, yeah, the whole point of mammals is that they they produce milk generally. I think there might be a few exceptions, but generally they produce milk and they've got they've got hair, like fur or hair. Okay, you're you're looking at me telling me a, a naked mole rat or a little hairless cat. It technically has hair. Hairless. It's in the name. <laughs> um, birds milk. Birds have milk. No, they do not. Okay. <laughs> Birds no mammal. Birds no mammal. <laughs> birds, birds. <laughs> birds, birds. Birds, animal. Birds, animal. Birds, no mammal. No mammal. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. I think that's going to do it for us. I think that's going to do it for us. Thank you, as always, for listening for another week. We really appreciate it. Before we get to the last little bits here, folks, we've been at 35, 36 reviews for just forever forever yeah for a really long time my friends yeah and i i we love you all and we know there's more than 35 of you we can see the numbers we can see the numbers we can actually watch you while you're listening we watch your face to see how you're reacting <laughs> we take notes yeah uh so yes yeah, so this is truly our plea that if if you have a moment and wouldn't mind writing us a quick review on apple podcasts Josh will send you a check for a thousand dollars. Maybe, maybe <laughs> it's, it's open. If you don't listen on Apple podcasts, but you wanted to do it anyway, we'd also appreciate that. Yeah. And if you say, make, if you write a review, if you write a review and you give us a rating, send us a, a screenshot, please do. Yes. Cause we'd love to thank you. And also, uh, if you have thoughts on merch, if you would partake in it, yeah, we're kind of flirting with the idea of some merch. Yeah, we're flirting with the idea of some merch, both on the being earnest side and for churn. Yes, mm. churn. <laughs> it's time for our weekly signature segment, Earnest Moment of the Week. Imatra. I have a really good earnest moment that I was there for, but it's not my earnest moment, but I was, I was a semblance of it. Sure. And it comes from our friend, Audrey. Hello, Audrey. Hello, Audrey. Uh, so, so buckle up because this is the cutest one. So, uh, uh, without spoiling her good news, Audrey, uh, recently was cast in something that she had auditioned for. We were very excited. We were very excited. She's incredibly talented. And we were in the car and and all clapping like, yay. And she was in the car with us. And this Subaru pulled up next to us. And these two women look over and we were clapping. And then they started clapping. And then they rolled down their window and they motioned to us. And we rolled it down. And they said, what are we celebrating? (laughs) And we went, she got cast in a show. And they went, oh, my God, that's huge. And then we spent the rest of the red light, like, all clapping and celebrating our friend. That's amazing. Isn't that so cute? I love that. I know. That's so earnest. I know. It was so freaking precious. And they had the cutest dog in the car. And it was just, like, such a very, very, very sweet moment that I 
cannot think about it too long because my heart physically cannot handle oh, it. Oh, that's so cute. I know, I know. It's just like very kind. I love that. Yeah. I have one from another listener, Carly. Hi, Carly. She tells us, my friend brought their downstairs neighbor's dog up to hang with us, and he is old. Hi, old dog. So we had to carry him up and down the stairs to come visit. Oh. Also, I have a lot of questions. Sure. This downstairs neighbor is just chill with you borrowing their dog? That's the dream neighbor. Yeah. That's the coolest living situation I've ever heard of. Yeah. You get to hang out with this old dog whenever you want? Mm-hmm. How do I get in that building? I don't know. How do I get a piece of that? That's the perfect amount of dog. That they come over. Yeah. It's like your friend has, it's the equivalent of your friend has a kid. Yeah. And they come over once a month. It's the sisterhood of the traveling dog. Beautiful day outside today in Chicago. I would love to take a dog for a walk. Let's borrow the downstairs neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cute. A dog's purpose. Thank you as always. To Ryan Cruz for our beautiful logo. She's at RB Cruiser on Instagram. And thank you to Dylan Dutch for our theme song. He's at Dylan Dutch on Twitter. And uh, we do have the most, fo- we have more followers than Selena Gomez. So we are the most followed account online. Uh, <laughs> but if, you ha- if you're not following our social media. Is she the most followed social account online? I think so, yeah. That's crazy. I think. For I a think. while there was like Ashton Kutcher was the was on Twitter. That feels wrong. Yeah, right? <laughs> that feels incorrect. Um, I Well, I know Selena has the most liked. Well, now it's that egg. You know, I don't know. But whatever. We have more followers than Selena Gomez. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're not following us, we are at Being Earnest Pod on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. And also we're at Being Earnest Pod at gmail.com if you want to send us stuff. Mm-hmm. And until next week, just remember... All milk is wet. Josh got a tattoo of it. (laughs) Send him 50 bucks, he'll do it. (laughs) See you next week. Bye. Why not be earnest?